is still Tony here. Hey, hey, we got a saying in the D. It's called What Up Doe. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? In Atlanta, they say what's happening. What's happening? In H Town, they say what it do. What it do? I wanna welcome y'all to Detroit when we say what up, though. That's right. So when you hear this song, I want you to say, hey. What up, hey, what up, though? What up, hey, what up, though? What up, hey, what up, What up, though? What up, though? Welcome to the eighth podcast. What up, though? Podcast. This is uh, Detroit O. I'm Mike Tipsy Russell. I might abandon that nickname in the future. I don't know. It's not cool to me anymore. <laughs> I thought you <laughs> like. I thought you liked the Tipsy Russell. I like. I like it, but I don't know. I'm not that big of a fan anymore. I might just drop it all together. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, Thanks for uh, for tuning in. Uh, we got some interesting topics today. Uh, and we got some interesting feedback on the last one because the last one was my personal favorite. I really liked recording that that episode, and I mean it's because I had a lot of shit on my chest that I wanted to get off. But like that one, we got a lot of comments on that episode, like comments on the actual uh, podcast file. But that on SoundCloud and, that and it hit. I think that was the fastest one to a hundred plays. Yeah, it, it was. happened like in three days uh, versus other ones. It usually take like a week or so. So I was kind of thrilled about that. Usually the other ones don't hit a hundred until after we posted a new one. Yep. But yeah, that one, that one, uh, that one got a lot of plays really fast, and then it got like I think it's got somewhere between it's got somewhere between thirty and forty comments of people who were just listening to it and just left comments during the uh, while they were listening to it. A lot of cool comments that. Um, I see, but I can't respond to them like I would like to, mainly because I don't know what they're talking about. Like, because I don't remember. Well, I don't remember the podcast like that. Like, so like the the comment will say, you know, like, oh my god, that's so crazy, or uh, I can't believe, you know, whatever happened. And I'm thinking, like, I don't like it's at that point on the podcast. So if I listen to it, I can see, but like not listen to it, I I won't know what they're talking about. So it's bad because a lot of the podcasts, as I. As I'm going through the podcast, I tend to to drink more, and I tend to forget a lot of the shit that happened on the podcast. It's sad, but you know, I was kind of highly I was kind of highly drunk during the last one, so uh, yeah, I didn't remember too much stuff. I'm but sli- I listened to it, and it was it was pretty good. I liked it. I'm slightly d- distracted because I think my neighbors are beating their kids. <laughs> <laughs> I see you trying to ignore it. I, I was about to. I had something to say, so I did ignore. It, but I thought. I was about to say, like, yeah, so some kid's definitely getting, like, getting hit with, like, some hot copper or something. Man. <laughs> so, getting pennies flicked off the stove. So, the shit. so, y'all. <laughs> dude, that's, dude that's, that's child abuse. That's for real child. I, so I don't know if y'all. <laughs> screaming as long as I don't all. know if y'all even uh, know, but we, we record in my backyard, so usually we're, in the, you know, at the table sitting right behind the house, or we're uh, in the garage, but it was too fucking hot in the garage today, so. Either um, way, the mic picks up everything, so. Everything. Uh. I'm acknowledging the fact that that kid screaming probably got picked up, and then like the, a lot of people have been setting off a lot of fireworks too, so, so that's been, probably going to get picked up at some point. So I've been hearing like fucking mortars, like these 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 these, these niggas got the fireworks that they have downtown and shit. I mean, it's like they got to be dropping them in the holes and running and shit. Because <laughs> I mean, the shit they doing is just it just it's it's too real. I hate this shit. I swear to God, I hate this shit. But I look at it like, well, I like. I just like recording outside. The only problem that I have is like now we we record at night, 
and like now that it's getting warm out and shit, the um the mosquitoes are coming out and whatnot, so we might have to shift it to an indoor podcast, but I really like recording outside, so I don't care about I think about in the colder months we may shift it in, but I mean... Oh, well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we, we might have to shift it in, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. To me, it's worth the sacrifice for my comfort while we're recording, especially I, since we smoke cigars while we're recording. So, to just be, like, outside, chilling, drinking, having cigars, it's worth it to be like, well, hey, that sound you just heard, it's a kid getting hit with a switch. Or, you know, hey. No, that was a kid. Like, he was getting hit with a shoe. <laughs> or, like, a, a bottle. Or, like, a... Extension cord. Or, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> Dude, I, don't, I don't know if kids even get beat with extension cords no more. Like That kid's getting beat with something. I mean, I remember when I was younger, I, I remember my aunt getting getting with, with a... My, my grandma just took, a, uh, took the cord off the uh, iron. It's like she cut that shit and just chased her. What the her fuck? In. Now you can't use the iron no more just to beat your kid? I don't think she was thinking about that. <laughs> I would. That's priorities yeah. right there. Like, okay, I so just, I'm not going to iron no more. I, I can't just, iron no I more shit because I want to beat my I kid this my day. aunt come running past me and my, my grandmother came right behind her and shit. Like, what the fuck? I didn't get spankings, like, with accessories. <laughs> like, I, got, I just got spanked. I got spanked with, like, hand or belt at the most, which is the definition of an accessory, so I can't say I didn't get... I'm like, really, dude? (laughs) I guess I can't say I didn't get spanked with accessories. A belt is, like, the definition of that, but a belt is a common accessory. I didn't get spanked with, like, like, twigs or extension cords or shoes or... This kid's getting beat with, I don't know, a Gensu knife? I don't know. Dude, the little... Man, it's it's funny. I I try not to call them the little girls bad names, because they're gonna grow up to be some some thoughts, some, some thought bots for real. <laughs> thought bots. Who said that? But who said thought bot? That oh, uh, Ti. Yeah, yeah, Ti. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I think that because like the, the little the little fuckers, they <laughs> they run up and down the driveway. They they're cussing and shit. You know they're you know I last I put in the house the other day. The girl was swinging around this little boy like she's beating the shit out this boy out there. And he just looked like he just gonna take that shit. So she had him by the collar, his neck just swinging him around the fucking God grass. So shit. you just gonna let uh, opportunity to have a popular world star video slide right past you, huh? I don't. I'll be, be recording that I shit. I don't want to be it, man. But you know, Whispering they, so, they, they, they got to be at least <laughs> ten and under. The, the the oldest got to be maybe ten or eleven. It's like four little girls. The dad ain't the the men in the house ain't shit. You know the, the mama. I don't see her much, but I hear her voice often. I'm gonna say when I've been here, uh, the fact that you said that there are men in the house is surprising to me. I've only heard women screaming and kids crying. Uh, it's that that shit's so fucked up. But uh, segue segueing off of that, uh, it was this, it's this local story. Oh wait wait wait! I wanted to ask you, do you listen to the podcast like after we record it? At all, I listen for errors and like playback and shit. But I don't, I don't, I don't know how I've actually listened in the entirety. I probably listen probably to half of it, and then I start like remembering the shit I said, and then I don't finish it. Oh, okay, yeah. I, Why I, you ask? Because I, I I listen to them like my whole thing was like I didn't like hearing the sound of my voice or hearing like how I fuck up stuff. I still don't. But I I started I'll I'll start to listen to it with the idea the same idea that you have like. To listen to make sure it sounds okay, look, mm. listen for errors, but I always end up listening to the whole thing. So I've heard all of them in their entirety. I have not. <laughs> I yeah, because like you never I, talk about it, which is why I ask. Because I'll say something like, "Oh man, I can't believe I said 
like that much, or I can't believe I keep repeating the same thought over and over. I don't know if I have a fear of hearing my voice or just don't like hearing my voice. I've tried to, like, in a car and stuff, I'll be driving. I'd rather drive somewhere for a little while. I'll start playing it. Um, but for the most part, I haven't really listened to much. Maybe I now, now that I, I made me feel bad about the shit. <laughs> I'm going I'm to listen to the, the next one, this, this current one. I'd be see, disappointed in myself. Let's see I'm, how it go. I'm so hard on myself, so I always be listening to it, be thinking, like, this shit whack, man. I can't believe people listen to this shit. I keep fucking up and saying, you know, saying the same shit over and over. And well, I mean, I guess the thing is, I'm really saving the show. I think they really come for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but not not really. Oh, so uh, you can go into... Oh, um, today's uh, podcast is sponsored by... Uh, Swetka Citron? Swetka? Swetka, excuse me. Citron. Yeah, I just got, decided to grab it because it comes in a yellow bottle. And I was like, oh, that's intriguing. And it says citrus, so uh, I was that like, well, I'll try that. Yeah, I got it with some Sprite. And oh, then, the other, uh, that one Sprite's empty, so you're going to have to. That's why I got two. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, we we always prepare. Like, we, we, we might not be prepared with what we're going to talk about. We but we damn sure got we're drinks drink and, and smoke. cigars. We damn sure got that. There's always drinks and cigars that are good enough to last the entirety of the podcast. Uh, I went to a uh, cigar place that claims to have the world's largest supply. And when I went in there, I, I mean, obviously I haven't been around the world, so I can't claim that, you know, whether or not they got the largest supply or not. But it's definitely like, it's definitely a very strong supply in there. And, um... I got maybe like I got six cigars, which is the most I've ever bought at one time. Uh, but it was kind of like you buy five and you get one free. So I was like, "Well, fuck it, let me get a six. So I got a few different cigars. Um, I think two or three of them I've had before, and then the other three uh, are going to be new ones that I'm going to try throughout the tonight and throughout the course of the week. You um, bring all your cigars? Yeah, they're all here. Well, I may need to buy one from you, but uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to finish mine really soon. And uh, yeah, you are. Yeah, so. Pick the one, the least one you want to uh, uh, smoke today, and I'll definitely uh, pay you for it today because I definitely want one. I got one that was only like five or six bucks, so uh, right <laughs> up my, my right up my, uh, my, my my funds. So that's cool. <laughs> but so another speaking of uh, kids getting beat in their house and shit, uh, <laughs> I have no idea where he's going with this. <laughs> there's been a local story about this uh, young kid. His name is uh, Charlie. He's black and his name's Charlie. He's black and his name is Charlie. Both, Bothell, Bothell, whatever. B o t h u e l l. Anyhow, the little nigga was missing for about a good, a good week or so, and so his mom, his dad and his uh, stepmom had been um, searching for him for a good week and so, and so. At some point, the kid was found in the basement. Now the dad found out about. The kid being found while he was, I guess, going to tape an interview with Nancy Grace. And so, we watched the interview, and that nigga lying. <laughs> like, we, we won't play it, but if y'all can catch it, that nigga lying. Like, I'll try to remember to put a link, your... in the, uh, a link in the episode description. I'll try to put a link in there so uh, on SoundCloud so y'all can watch the video that we saw. Be- so he's sitting there and she starts the interview and she's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Hey, we just got a report that your son is missing. Your son is found, rather. The faces he made, the expressions, the time delays. Like, 
if you got a son, if you have a kid that's missing, and you're on an interview, and they decide to say, hey, your son is fine, your child is fine, who the fuck stays there? Yeah, I'd have, I'd have been out. I wait, just, what? I would, He's found? I, I would have took off that fucking mic and ran the fuck out, because I'm like, I want to see my kid. Right. But, that nigga lying. All he did was, like, touch his chest, like, oh my god, I can't, oh. He's found, and then it's like, okay, but you're still finishing the interview. She's like, so where is your phone? Oh, my phone to die. My phone in the car. Motherfucker, whatever. Right. The, I, so they said that he was found with like fried. I don't know. If they say nah, fried. The fried chicken. So <laughs> hey, this is. I think this. I, I need to confirm that. Cause I think this is a rumor. He, he wasn't doing that bad then. <laughs> Was living it up. No, he, right, like he was trapped in the basement with fried chicken. I mean, he was, he was all right. <laughs> like, like, give me fried chicken and I'm good. I'm right, like, he was sitting put, there like, well, this kind of sucks, but not really. <laughs> put me anywhere on this earth. Give me fried chicken. I'm a live. All right, that's a, <laughs> that's a that's a respect. I'm, I'm not saying he was kidnapped because uh, I mean, you can't can you be kidnapped by your own parents? But if he was locked in the basement, that sucks. But if he's locked in the basement with fried chicken, I mean. So they took the kids. I don't know the, if I report my parents over that. I don't know. Like they gave me buckets, so I'm, right, I'm yeah, good. That's KFC. So. Well, listen. Well, if it was KFC, I might, you know, eh. but if you Popeye, nigga, I ain't complaining about <laughs> shit. We don't extra, have to file charges. Extra crispy <laughs> shit. Right. Nigga, I I'm did have biscuits. And you can give me the mashed potatoes <laughs> for that gravy. Shit, nigga, I'm good. It's, it's shit. I'm on vacation. Really, I ain't got to do no chores. But uh, got Cajun rice on that. No, that Cajun rice is off the fucking hook. And this is another story. You know, we, we uh, this is a, maybe last year we was talking about trying to uh, go to a, uh, the all you can eat Popeyes. Man, shit. <laughs> that is, I think that is truly worth a road trip, dude. To be able to sit in the motherfucking, I would sit that bitch all day. I would take breaks for going outside to drink beer and come back <laughs> in to finish. All you can eat. I think they had one. Of, I think it was Huntsville. I think it was called Brandon on, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they were saying right. there's one that's like around Huntsville, uh, Alabama. Man, nigga. Nigga. You know, you know you are. <laughs> I'm going to try to cut back on it. I don't know how it's going to work. But you know you a nigga. If you'll travel from Detroit to Alabama for all you can eat Popeyes. for all you can eat. <laughs> but, and, the, and, the, and the shitty part about it is, the gas we spend, we can just buy a whole bunch of fucking Popeye chicken and just <laughs> chill here. But what kind of where's the fun in that? <laughs> why, why haven't we Why haven't we bought any food to eat during the podcast? Probably because we want to that's drink a good question. Too much. Yeah, oh, that's a good <laughs> question. But I, I've done a lot of stuff that I don't know. I haven't done a lot of stuff, but I've said a lot of stuff that's like kind of ghetto or whatever on the podcast. But I can't imagine this recording. And you just hear us like chopping down on some shit. Ch- Nigga, I'm eating chicken Licking our fucking ass. Fuck that. <laughs> I, I don't solidify. Licking our fucking fingers. I'm solidifying my nigga them la- next time. I'm eating mad chicken nigga on this motherfucker. Well, I will not. <laughs> hey, it sounds good to me. Yeah. I will not argue with that. Uh, we can get like a big bucket of Popeyes, get some biscuits, some Cajun rice. Maybe so, get them uh, with, them, with the, uh, the waffle the waffle tenders and shit. <laughs> have you had those? Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So... I don't know. On a serious note, I mean, I, I, they think that the, the, uh, the stepmom had a lot to do with the whole thing, as far as the kid being locked in the basement and so forth. I don't know. Child abuse is fucked up. Now he's in the custody of his uh, actual biological mom. Oh, and so that wasn't his biological mom. No, no, I, I didn't step, know that. Like stepmom. 
So I don't know. I think the dad faking. I think that the stepmom probably had some bullshit to do with it. But I don't know. Another day in life in Detroit. Um, That's usually how it turns out, though. Like those. Uh, I, I've read a lot of situations where a step parent is doing some fucked up shit to a kid because they ain't their own kid. They seem like they just don't give a shit. Uh, so it's, it's sad though, man, because I had a decent stepdad, man. He was a great stepdad, actually. And so it just it just makes it bad for you know people to come in and you know they they stand in the gap or you know they they, they play the role of a parent with the real parent. And you already got the you know the stress of you know not being a real parent but trying to get the respect as a real parent and stuff like yeah. that. So I don't know, that's fucked up. But you know what I'm saying she really put that little nigga in there. You know, fuck her, but she gave him chicken kudos. <laughs> <laughs> she might have locked him in the basement, but if she gave him chicken, she gave a nigga bucket of chicken. She, nigga, she cared, nigga. Shit, whatever. <laughs> Fuck that. She cared. They should take a time off her sentence if she, she did that, that shit. She had that little twinge of guilt, like shit. He is chained up in the basement. The least we could do is give him a three piece. That nigga, you, nigga, you give me a bucket of KFC. Fuck it, I take it. As long as it's extra crispy. You give me the regular. I might start complaining and shit. I'm, I'm, I'm. This is really turning into a chicken podcast. But I would like you. We talking about KFC extra crispy? Well, or Popeyes. I will. Does Popeyes have an extra crispy? They just should just be extra crispy in general, though. Oh uh, well, my point was that I like the KFC original over the extra crispy. Well, yeah, extra crispy is it's a spicy though. Can you get extra crispy without spicy at Popeyes? Yes. Wait, no Popeyes. Yeah. Oh I, no, I don't think so. The crispy automatically seems spicy to me. I don't know. It could be. Maybe I'm just tripping, but. The regular seems cool, but when you get the extra, the, the extra crispy seems spicy for some odd reason. Well, I like the spicy Popeyes, but dude, I love the spicy Popeyes. The next day is trouble, though. Nigga. Oh yeah, that should be tough. Dog. Man. Like chewing on like the in, like the little insoles on the shoe. That's what it's. Mm, <laughs> that's what it's man, like. Uh, nigga, I go to the bathroom the next morning <laughs> and it is trouble, nigga. I'm out there regretting the whole event for a good <laughs> ten minutes, and then after that, I get up like shit, man. That was rough, like. Let me finish this though. <laughs> <laughs> I got some more in the future. Right, it. It's rough, man. I've but been known to have struggles with some food, and then like, well, now the struggle is over. <laughs> Let me like, finish it. <laughs> it's like it's like having a hangover and shit, man. You like fuck that shit. I ain't drinking no more until next week. Right, shit. Shit, next day. <laughs> right. That's but, like that's the life if you like go to Vegas or something like that. You like wake up on Friday, on Saturday morning, like man, I got so fucked up last night. I ain't gonna drink no more. But then it's Saturday night in Vegas. What you gonna do? Not drink? When I would, I only been in Vegas once. But the time I did, I don't think I ever hit the hangover status because I kept drinking. Like it never got to that point. I woke up like man, this is like you know what? Let's go down to the bar and start start with mimosas and then just keep going through the whole fucking day. Well, somebody said that. Uh, somebody tweeted that based on listening to the podcast, they think that I'm a degenerate. And I've been to Vegas five times, so <laughs> like my degenerate status might be etched in stone based I'm, on my Vegas behavior. Who said you were a degenerate? I, I don't remember. Somebody tweeted like listening to the podcast. Uh, I, I believe that Mike is a true degenerate. This is probably like two weeks ago. Get the fuck out of here. That's yeah. funny. I was like, well, hey, <laughs> thank you. I'll take thank it. You yeah, much. I'm okay with that. That's cool. Um, what do we have next going on? Um. Let's see. That was, uh, I know we got so distracted by chicken. Yeah, chicken, <laughs> chicken changed the whole fucking uh, podcast. Uh, we had um, there was a couple things that we talked about just before we started recording that we Fuck. said we talked about. We just oh, we were going to talk about um the flashbacks that you had with Mark Lamont Hill. 
oh, big boy shit. situation. Cool. Let me see a lighter so I can finish lighting it. So, I talked about on one of my other po- on other podcasts how um, I had spoken some lesser words about you know the, one of my favorite rappers, Big Boy, and uh, I never tweet I never tweeted his like at name and so forth, but somehow one of his cronies brought it to his, <laughs> his attention, <cronies>. and <laughs> Big Boy hit me with an eat a dick. Well, that was some years ago. Since then, we've made up. You know, we have you. We, we could. Well, not really. Okay. But I think the whole. I think. Do you remember when Twitter like killed all the blocks, and so nobody was blocked anymore or some shit? I do, but it wasn't relevant to me because I'm not. To my knowledge, I'm not blocked by too many people, so I didn't know. But well, I'm killed, aware. It killed all the blocks. So I think I, I wasn't. I wasn't unblocked for Big Boy because he decided to unblock me and shit. Just take a whiff of that. Ooh, what is this? Um, all right, man. You, it's like a Drew Estate natural. It's called Drew Estate natural. That fucker sounds. That spells. Woo. Yeah. All right, man. Give me the one I'm a, here. I'm gonna give you my my five six bucks now, and you just give me the one that you want to give me. Because uh, that smells awesome. Although you know, I know it's not gonna be the same one, but you know, whatever. The one I the one I'm giving you is a Rocky Patel though. Oh shit, Rocky Patel, you know, they they got a It's a Edge B fifty two or some shit like that. Right there? Possibly. Oh, okay. Oh fucking A. Awesome. Uh oh anyhow, sorry about that. Uh so what are we talking about? Uh Big Boy. Big boy. So you know, I think when Twitter did something where they un- unblocked everybody that was blocked by people, we were unblocked. So you know, whatever. But I guess Mark Lamont Hill has said some disparaging words about <laughs> about Mister Mister Big Mister Big Boy Mister Boy, and uh, <laughs> he, he he said a couple of things. Well, one, and I don't know everything he said, but one he said that. I think they tried to, you know, give comparisons of like if, uh, um, oh, LeBron, Chris Bosh, Le- Le- who, yeah, he basically he called uh, uh, Big Boy Chris Bosh, which that's an insult in itself. But then but it's like the Chris Bosh compared to the, Andre yeah, being LeBron, yeah, yeah, so yeah, that. And then he said that uh, Rick Ross was better. Than uh, Andre, so oh, the big boy. Oh, all right, big boy. Excuse me. <laughs> he got ran off Twitter if he said Rick Ross is better than Andre. Dog. That would so, his last day on Twitter. Right. So then I guess at some concert, uh, maybe uh, maybe it was last night or uh, or yeah, day or so it was last night. night. Usually last night or Friday night. So I guess big boy saw Mark and called him a bitch on stage. On stage. Wow. He was with Mark Lamont was with his daughter. So. I get up this morning around eight thirty ish. I get a message like, "Hey, check Mark Lamont Hills missions when you get a moment. <laughs> See if I, you experience deja vu." I hadn't. I hadn't <laughs> even got on Twitter yet. I check his mentions and they are going crazy. So then I decided to get on Twitter. I get on Twitter. I got like three or four messages like, "Hey, Otis, uh, check Mark Lamont Hills mentions." Everybody knew because. Of my situation. Why the fuck 
would you not expect this to happen? And then Mark to my heels like, you know, hey man, you ain't have to do this shit in front of my daughter. My thing is, you can't come after rappers that come after people all the time. I don't know how the hell Big Boy saw the shit while he was on stage. <laughs> but then again, I'll, he, that's the same way he saw it when I did the shit because I never tweeted like his at name or nothing, you know. So it was some old fuck boy who uh, saw my me mention Big Boy. They searched him. He like, hey, Big Boy, this is had. So I'm a, I'm assuming the same thing happened. But you get called a bitch in front of your kid daughter. And, Yo, daughter of all people. Now, you got to take off your shirt, nigga, and start whooping <laughs> niggas' asses, dog. Taking off your shirt is a prerequisite. Like, now, you got to be like Hollywood. You can't be clothed. You got to you know, be, like, be like Hollywood court, man. You got to be whooping niggas' ass, dog. I couldn't even imagine. Like, how do you like, how do you, how do you, you keep respect levels in your household when your daughter just called, saw you getting called a bitch by probably her favorite rapper? Right, you don't. That's the key, you don't. Uh, can you take out the trash? Uh, do you check Big Boy about calling you a bitch? No. <laughs> Fuck the trash. You take it out. That's that's what so remind me of the uh, the, the Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart. <laughs> like you take a trash. I'm gonna go get Steve. You, you want me to get Steve? <laughs> nah, nah. I, I, I'll get it. I'll get it later. So, you are something else. You are something else. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that skit soon as that shit happened when I found out he was with his daughter. Hey nigga, how the fuck you do? I'm gonna go get Steve. Have him put his hands on you. You know what? You know what? I'll take out the trash. I'll take out the trash. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I, I, what is up with Big Boy? Like, I don't think he actually does it himself, but does he, does he literally have somebody on his team who checks? He got who to. does like searches for Big Boy's name? Like, that's crazy that you didn't actually at Big Boy. This dude, Mark Lamont Hill, didn't actually at Big Boy, but Big Boy found out about the shit and then felt felt a way about it to the point where he decided he was going to say something. Like, that's crazy. That's funny. I don't know. I wonder if he really runs his Twitter account and do he have people, like, just on it. Like, he got a team of niggas, like, you know. He probably got all them Dungeon Family niggas because they ain't doing shit. But damn, even if he don't run it, he still, he still react and react publicly. Yeah, he's crazy. Now, you on stage, you call that nigga a bitch. They should have had that shit on tape. I'm fully convinced that that take that. I mean, how could that not leak? This there, all those people there. Somebody had to have record been recording at that time. But the crazy thing is that you know no one else heard this shit. This was a conversation between. I, I'm assuming because it's not like it was on like you know it was was he like on the mic and said hey Mark am I here you a bitch or <laughs> he just came and passed and like he was on the stage rocking and just walked past nigga like you a bitch. Well, but nobody else knew I saw about him it. Tweet he said like. He, he tweeted about it. He was like, "Wow, uh, Big Boy just called me a bitch on stage," and but no, kind of like, why did you like? He could have just not tweeted about it, and then nobody would have known, and then his mentions would have been safe. But then he put it out there, and so then his mentions got wrecked. So I'm like wondering, like, did he do it for attention, or you know, you really pissed? My thing is, I would be like, I would might you know maybe give him a call or call, uh, hit his PR people like, hey man, you know. Let's talk. You know, let's figure out why the fuck. You know, dog. You call me a bitch in my front of my daughter. I'm I'm entering your DMs. Like, holler at me after the show. First or, off, I'm not even your DM. I'm going backstage, nigga. I'm like trying to get <laughs> back there. Like, well, yeah, stuff. that that would be play number one. Would be to do that. But I don't know what I don't know how well he knows Big Boy or you know where he was at in relation to the stage. Like, I don't know what he, what he could have done. Like, if it was me personally, me 
and Big Boy just randomly was like, hey, <laughs> and put my Twitter name out there. You know, you a bitch. And I was like, well, shit, I, all I can do is really tweet him because no I don't fight. know him like that. Yeah, but then it's like, ain't no fair fighting and bullshit like that. You know, people go react, people will retaliate, and if you did some shit wrong to a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, whatever, you, you can't. You can't expect lesser to happen, you know what I'm saying? You can't expect him to read that shit and think, you know what I'm saying? Because Big Boy is a gangster rapper. Yeah. I, that's, <laughs> I was with the laugh saying that, but I didn't. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, that's a tough situation, man. I, I would hate for that to be me. And then he went through so much hell. Well, his mentions went through hell. I don't know how much he... I would have probably like just not even read my mentions today if I was He's him. probably still going through hell. But he was trying, he was backpedaling. He was like, cause I guess. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I guess he was. I guess the conversation when he had it was with. Uh, is, it, is it Bomani Jones? Mm-hmm. And Bomani Jones was like, no, you were talking about that. Yeah, because so, he tweeted something like, uh, we yeah, we were talking about. Uh, <laughs> Bomani was like, what's this we shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were talking about me. You boy. were talking about it. There was no we and shit. He were, his money reminded me of uh, what was uh his tweet was something like if uh he was like yeah it's time for big boy to perform uh Bomani about to get his life I'm about to check my email <laughs> right 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 <laughs> it right. was like some like little subliminal shade yeah wasn't like like this weed nigga that was you like, <laughs> I, 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 I kept thinking about it Friday when uh homeboy got knocked out by Debo and the pops came by to get him and shit you know what I'm saying <laughs> why are you messing with this man yeah <laughs> fucking awful. I don't know what I'll do. I ain't got no. I, I don't have kids, but if I had a daughter, they call me a bitch. We go. It, it's gonna be some consequences and repercussions. Yeah. Even if I get my ass whooped, I'm fighting for the cause. Exactly. And you ain't gonna disrespect me for my daughter. She ain't gonna never wanna watch dishes no more. <laughs> exactly. Like, ever. Like ever, ever. So. Yeah, nigga, use a bitch, Mark. <laughs> I saw a lot of that uh, after the fact. Like, yeah, he, he, he handled like, that very bitchly. Boy, he was like, bitch, bitch, for real, boy. He should. He, yeah, he's a bitch. So, yeah. Uh, what else we got going? There's some other kind of shit. I don't remember what it was, though. Um, we had, yeah, it was another I felt really strongly about, but I. Damn, what the fuck was it? This is what happens when you, uh... Drink. When you drink, and you, uh... I know we were going to talk about... Okay, I remember one thing. We were going to talk about how, um... Because we were, we were talking earlier about the difference between how people interact on Twitter now and, and how social networking has affect like, dating and uh, the leaking of nudes and shit versus how it was when we were, like more in the dating scene and younger and all that shit we didn't really have social media like that and how that's uh how it's like insanely different now man i just wonder like you know you have certain tv shows now that people always like tweet about whether it's on facebook or twitter but i think about the shows like man if like in living color was like you know during the time of like twitter or facebook or any of those we were fucking nuts, man. Because those were some of the most funniest shits, man. I shouldn't even be funny now. And it's funny because now I I was thinking about, you know, uh, I I didn't watch the BET Awards or as one of my Twitter people called it, the EBT Awards. <laughs> uh, 
But so somebody said B, uh, BZ stands for blacks embarrassing themselves. And that's pretty, <laughs> I absolutely love that. pretty much it. I absolutely love that shit. But, uh, yeah. So I guess Chris Rocket uh, made a joke about uh, Rick Ross. And I, I don't remember, I don't, I didn't read exactly thing, but I think he said something about beats by Dre, and then he said some diabetes or something to that effect about Rick Ross, and then Rick <laughs> Ross got mad. It's funny because I had tweeted like, man, you better hope uh, Trick Trick don't get your ass. <laughs> yeah. And that was my only reference to Trick Trick for that because I have nothing else to say about that shit. Yeah, we touched on that last weekend. Actually, since we, we could kind of talk about it a little bit because since we recorded Trick Trick kind of issued a, I don't want to say issued a statement, but he put out like an 11 minute video basically uh, addressing the situation about the no fly zone and all that shit. And my thoughts on the video were basically, it seemed like he was just deflecting. Like he, he blamed like, he didn't just blame the media, he blamed us, like the consumer, for uh, believing what we hear, spreading, you know, rumors all that type of shit and being in being in his business like like we like we're all up in his shit and he came off very uh like he was trying to justify the whole no fly zone thing and make it sound real innocent and uh not innocent but basically make it sound like it wasn't none of our business and I, I don't know I didn't care for the video at all I just I watched most of it. Nigga was getting angry and shit. And uh, it's funny because uh, someone just said, at us and shit. Someone, someone, was, someone asked, you know, why doesn't, why didn't he, you know, get a public a bub- publicist to put out, you know, some kind of di- press release about how he felt. And maybe they could have, you know, worded this shit no a little better. Oh, obviously, yeah. He don't have a publicist. People, but, you know, then someone, someone that commented, you know, on that, that status I saw about, you know, y'all don't know him, you know, he hood, and, you know, he do shit, he want, he, however he want to do this shit, and I was just like, man, this is a bunch of bullshit, like, if this whole no-fly zone shit was, like, you know, something real, or, you know, something that is at least justifiable, People would know more about it if it was something for the greater good. It's just some motherfucking they feelings. You know, I, I get it. You know, you got these artists that come to Detroit and they make tons of money and they leave. But shit, any artist does that. You know, it ain't just rappers. You know, fuck, you get out. Jill Scott comes to Detroit, makes tons of money and leaves. She ain't had to check in with fucking uh, uh, Anita Baker. And you know what I'm saying, you know, Anita Baker ain't put out no no fly zone shit like, you know, bitch you out here slaying these hoes but you gotta check in with ain't me no and shit come here and, and come to IHOP on Jefferson and shit, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> buy meals for the for for all the homeless people and shit and then dip. <laughs> IHOP on Jefferson got a fucking metal detector to go right, in that exactly. bitch. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Got the police the actual Detroit police standing there frisking yeah. niggas and shit. Jill so Scott had to pull that pull no shit, you know what I'm saying? If, if, if anyway, I would accept Anita Baker having a no fly zone. Like, you know, all y'all R&B hoes coming here, y'all need to pay homage. <laughs> Niggas ain't coming to Aretha Franklin kissing her feet like, can we conform in this bitch? You know, whatever. That's a, it's a done topic. I probably won't speak on that shit no more. But, uh, I, I, I do push that Anita Baker get a no-fly zone. <laughs> I gotta feel like 
I'm kind of done with it too, man. I just kind of feel like Trick Trick need to just like go away, because like he's not when it when it all boil, what it boils down to is that he doesn't do anything beneficial for the city. All every time Trick Trick's mentioned publicly or or in a national way, it's always a black mark on the city. It's never like something positive. He's not out. It doesn't even have to be positive. It can just be not negative. But anytime he's mentioned, it's about stealing some rapper's chain, beating Fat Joe up, uh, the no-fly zone, nothing, all that shit. So he's going to sit there and blame the media for like twisting his twisting the story and making him look bad, talking about it's something positive. And he ain't, he's never been mentioned in a positive context here. All he does is like just make us look bad. And I'm just tired of I'm just tired of hearing about him. I'm tired of hearing about his shit. And I I feel like we better off he just went away. Not to mention the fact that all these local rappers who I'm assuming he would like to be more involved in the national scene when uh major label artists come here are trash. Like on my way here, I was listening to the radio and they were playing like a few songs from local rappers and they were garbage. And I'm like if I was Rick Ross, I wouldn't want to have none of these whack niggas open my show neither. Like, oh, I might want to hit these beats you made on the lunchroom table. And, Fuck and, out of here. and by the way, the next week, the next, I'm sorry, the next day after all that shit, he was pubbing Boosie Punk ass here. <laughs> Don't start nigga, again. Fuck a Boosie. <laughs> Every time I see a nigga with a high top fade, like, nigga, you got a Boosie cut, you are a fucking traitor. Fuck you. I got made fun of in middle school for. You had a Boosie fade? I didn't have a. Well, it wasn't called a Boosie fade, but. For what we we called it a Timmy, like so I had a I had a Timmy, a, a, a unintentional Timmy when I was a kid. Because <laughs> my dad my dad is white, so he would take me to like, well, that, uh, you like a white barber and shit. No, did, I'm saying he would take me to did a you white like barber. Bo-Rick's type shit. No, but it was just like it was his like it was the barber that he that cut his hair when he was younger. So he would take me to that that barber. Ain't no barber who was cutting white boy's hair in the 60s gonna know how to cut cut a black boy's hair in the 90s so he would take me to that barber and that barber would like give me a timmy and shit and i'm like going to school and getting roasted and shit walking around with this timmy and shit and he was looking at you like uh so what do i do yeah but like so i don't what was my point Bad haircuts. Bad haircuts. But what was the relevancy of bad haircuts? Oh, Boosie. Oh yeah, Boosie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but now Boosie, boot to me, the Boosie fade look like a Timmy. But I guess it's in style now. I don't know. But I got roasted for that shit. But yeah, I don't know. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was a rough time. Uh, another uh, since we on local Detroit shit. I wonder if Timmy is like a, a. The known thing. Like, am I talking about this and people know what I'm talking about, or are people listening to this? Like, what the fuck is a Timmy? So, <laughs> a fade. Uh, if you if you had a haircut fade, it was truly what that meant. You had a haircut where the hair was was high at the top, and then it gradually faded down. Now, from what I for my version of Timmy is that the line never disappeared. Correct. So you just had a line all the way down versus what a, a fade would happen. It didn't fade. It just was like, here's <laughs> here's the distinctive line where your hair ends and the bald bald portion begins. So, but yeah. it, it used to have those where you. I used to see uh, videos or something. You ever see they put a, like a bowl over the head, 
and it just cut to the bowl all over, and that would be or a rubber band. Well, that was what I wait, a rubber band. A rubber band. Holy I've never had. It. I've heard that. Holy though. fuck! I mean, I've, I've I've never heard of actually using a bowl either. But I've seen like I think a bowl is like for white I, people. Yeah, I, I think yeah, the I've rubber the, band like, the white person was like black folks. They would just put a rubber band around. And they would cut to the rubber band. Oh my god! Holy it shit! It wasn't even like a freehand like shits. It was like yeah. no, the bowl. I think of like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, exactly. Speaking, speaking exactly. of which, <laughs> my life. Improved dramatically when I saw the trailer for the Dumb and Dumber movie, the Dumb and Dumber sequel. Like you guys have no fucking idea. I haven't seen Dumb it. and Dumber. I haven't seen it, but I'm going to watch. I'm going to go. You ever see the no trailer, matter. or you ever seen I've Dumb seen and Dumber? It. Come on, dude. Okay, Dumb and Dumber is like that is my all time favorite comedy. Like Dumb and Dumber is everything to me. I've seen that shit like fifty fucking times, man. And when they they've had rumors of a Dumb and Dumber sequel for like the past. I don't know, 10 years and shit, and it was never real. But then when it actually looked like it was about to happen, I got hyped. And then they, they posted, I think Jim Carrey posted a picture, maybe, I don't know, several months ago, of him and Jeff Daniels on set in their, you know, in their uh, costumes or whatever. And I was like, oh shit, it's really going down. This is really it. And I was like, hype. I'm like, this shit is finally about to fucking happen. And they released a trailer maybe like two weeks ago. And man, I, you have no idea, dude. I'm, I'm just like, let me just not yet. die before the Dumb and Dumber sequel comes out. And I'm fully aware that there's probably no way it's going to be as good as the first one. But like, Dumb and Dumber is everything to me, man. You have no idea how hype I am for this fucking sequel. When did it come out? November. I think I would definitely be at that bitch first day. I use, And I don't even like first day movies, but... I'm going to that bitch first day. Man, I can't wait, dude. Uh, man, Dumb and Dumber is just the shit to me. I know that whole fucking movie by heart. I'm going to that bitch first day. Because I love the uh, Dumb and Dumber uh, movie, so. Um, but we were talking about, initially we started talking about um, social media and how it is now versus how it was when we were, like, younger. And the crazy thing about that is, like, when I was, like, single and like really like out in these streets like 23 24 years old there was no there was myspace but it wasn't really it wasn't really impactful and there was no twitter there was no facebook and i think about like man what would it be like if we had the current version of facebook and twitter back when i was like really out in these streets like people sending out nudes and snapchat and tinder and all this shit honestly and this is maybe just pat myself on the back. I probably would be famous right now, because I think that I've I had I did so much crazy shit in my twenties. This is true. I would probably be, from what I've heard. I would probably be <laughs> famous. Uh, probably my twenty so. was uh, my twenties were the debauchery uh, in the debauchery the of debauchery, dude. It was man, it was nuts, dude. I yeah yeah twenties where I should have been like you know. Building a certain brand and investing and you know <laughs> becoming a better person and no, you, know, you was doing was just skeeting I was everywhere. Just, I was just <laughs> yeah, I was just yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it just was skeeting. just. I always told people, man, if I like if I had went away to college or something, I probably would have fucked around and had like a dozen kids and <laughs> crazy shit and had like crazy baby mamas across the country or some stupid shit. But yeah, I was man, yeah. I went to I went to college here like downtown and 
at the time, I, I went to college right where it kind of transitioned from no social media to social media. And Facebook Facebook came out during my junior year of college, which when we were discussing this before the podcast, I had no fucking clue. I could not remember what the third year was. I was like, it you was got like freshman, freshman, sophomore, sophomore, and something before that. Senior, something after that before senior. Comes around I can't remember there, what it was. between there and shit. <laughs> right. But I was like, uh, I would say a junior or so, something like that. And when Facebook came out, it was only open to college students, and you could get in your network for your college. And so my college, it was pretty small, but at the same time, they also opened up dorm rooms around the same time that Facebook came out. And people weren't thinking about privacy or nothing like that. It was locked to your network. And people, girls would post, like, their, their like, dorm room number, their the phone to their dorm room on Facebook. Facebook was very different back when I was in college than it is now. And I'm just like, man, if I was, like, a teenager or, like, early college right now, it would be so different. It would be so crazy. And I'm just trying to, like, wrap my head around, like, not just what it would be like, but what it must be like for people who live that life right now. Because that's some crazy shit to deal with. Like, I, I've talked about bullying and shit with people, and I'm like, bullying is, like, crazy now, because I got bullied when I was a kid, but once you leave school, bullying is over. Or you leave that neighborhood, or whatever happens, yeah. you know, motherfucker, I got bullied for... You can't for escape a, that shit now. I got bullied for, you know, I got bullied for a good summer by this motherfucker, and... Did you whoop your ass? Yeah, he didn't really do shit like that, but he had, like, it's like, it's funny how he said, he had, like, mind control type shit. It was like, you know, he would just scare me and shit, you know what I'm saying? And one time, you know, I got, my mom had bought me a bike. He ran you for your tater top money? It was damn near (laughs) like that. I got a bike, and he kept, man, I want to ride your bike. I'm like, no, fuck that shit, man. So I'm riding around, you know, when I say in the projects, riding around on a complex, and I come around, he scared, jumped out, jumped out, fucking fell off the bike and shit and everything. Just, man, I, I, man, I feel like if I would have saw the nigga as a dump, man, I would have got a nigga a two-piece for real, dude. I can't even imagine you getting bullied as a kid. Like, man, you know, I, was, even, like I can't even imagine kid Otis looking like somebody who would get fucked with. I was I was a timid-ass kid, man. I, I was trying to avoid all kind of confrontations. I was scary as hell. So I was just like, that, that motherfucker, man, I hated that nigga, man. I swear to God. If but, y'all could see me as a kid, you would understand why I got bullied. It's very, it's very obvious. Kid me was like, I, I might as well have just walked around with a shirt that said "Bully the fuck out of me." <laughs> I had it coming. I don't know, man. It's like, I, I like I say, I was, I was, I was really, you know, kind, soft spoken. You know, I didn't really fuck with people. I wasn't one of those bully kids. I never really, well, I shouldn't say I did do this one. I bullied this one kid. But the fucked up part about it is he was bigger than me. He was just soft as all fuck. Like he was like you know bunny palm soft. Oh and man, that is, that is soft. I love the I love saying somebody's bunny. That was your, bunny that palms. Was, that that was your phrase, wasn't it? I thought it was yours. No, I thought bunny palms was well. You it might have been me. I don't know. I just remember I love bunny palms. Like man. that's a soft ass motherfucker. You soft as bunny palms. And palms, bunny palms is just funny as a whole. I remember this one kid, uh, the same kid, you know, he was, I think he was, he was a little, he, he had to be, man, I don't know how tall I was, but he was a good four, five, six inches taller than me. But he was real feminine, so a lot of people teased him <laughs> and shit. Wait, and, wait, can you define how he was feminine as a kid? Well, his name was Prince. 
Okay, well, there we go. We're um, done. And he <laughs> just did, you know, he, he hung with a lot of girls. He kind of had girl mannerisms and stuff like that. Was it Prince and, Fielder? No. Yeah, <laughs> shit, I don't know. It is a, no, he, Prince Fielder was a lot younger, so he had to be oh, closer okay. to my age. But I remember. Prince Fielder's a lot younger than us? I think. I thought so. I thought I thought I well, we're in the thirties. I thought Prince was in his like you know mid twenties or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm just I'm just wondering now. Like, did you get bullied by Prince Fielder? But uh, I remember this one time because he used to always you know we would go back and forth and shit. And he you know he always since he was bigger than me he would, you know he 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 was saying he wasn't scared of me and all that shit. He would fight, but when I came up to him, he would always run off with the girls and shit. So run off with the girls. Yeah, like all the girls. He always hung with the girls. So. This one time, he had kept talking shit to me and shit, and I was like, "Cool," because like I said, I had I had to look up to this big motherfucker, and you know he's talking shit, and you know he didn't think I was go. I, I wanted to hit him so bad, he didn't think I was gonna do it. So I was like, "Fuck it," you know. I left, came around back around the block, and he had said something to me. I'm like, you know, whatever. And he he gave us all whatever. And he did, you know, how to do they finger their hand, they turn their hand, like whatever. Oh, no. And turns around, man, I sucker punch his ass right in the back of the head. <laughs> in the back like, of the head. <laughs> it was like back of the head, ear area, man. I oh shit, that's the worst. Shit out of him, dog. <laughs> Couldn't stand that motherfucker, man. I felt bad I used to tease him and shit, but. Man, he just he he just pushed my buttons that day. But fuck him. Fuck you, Prince. <laughs> I really hope it's Prince Fielder. It'd be it'd be cool if it was. Um, I don't remember nothing about the dudes that bullied me. I remember his name. One one dude was named Gregory, and the other dude was named Diego. If I saw him now, I wouldn't even recognize him. But they were fucking pussies. They were hard. They were hard as fuck until it was time to actually throw down. Maybe this is. Keyboard yeah. gank. Well, that is a yeah. Bad. They were the uh, '80s slash early '90s equivalent of a keyboard gangster. They were they were real gangster verbally, but when it came to actually time to throw down, throw the, throw the fist of cuffs like fuck that shit. I'm out. Mama calling me. I made a, actually. This reminds me of a, a a funny moment that I had. There was a girl who I was dating, um, probably early college, and I was telling her I used to get bullied and shit. And one of the fights that I got in, one of the dudes, he had um, he had his book he had his book bag on on his back, with both you know both straps on it. He wasn't you know wasn't like the one sleeve shit. It was like you know fully on his back. And he decided he wanted to pick on me and shit. And we got into a fight after school. And his book bag was so weighted by his books that he didn't have good balance. <laughs> and so he started trying to go. fight me. He started trying to fight me and. I mean, long story short, he lost. But the funny part of it was, I was telling to the girl, I was telling her how he, uh, how his book bag weighted him back backwards, and I was like, you know, I was like, he started the fight, and I didn't really have to do shit. I was like, I already, <laughs> I was like, this so, is gonna, I was so I fucked up. Push that, <laughs> I didn't have to push him. Well, technically, I had to push him. But what I said to the girl, I was like, all I had to do was blow him, and he fell over. <laughs> Based on what you say, yeah, I, I totally see that. No, but like, do you get the the entendre? Like, all I had to do was blow him, and the fight, and the fight was over. <laughs> she was Fuck like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> you sucked his dick, and the fight was over?" <laughs> I was like, "No, no, no!" I meant, I meant like, for the record, he did not suck his dick. <laughs> right? It was, it, was, it, was, it was a metaphor. Like, you know, like, I actually blow him. I just like. <laughs> <laughs> But that was a that was a funny story. She still she gave me shit about that for years after that conversation. How old y'all? 
This fight, oh, this fight, I was probably, wait, you mean the fight time or the conversation? The conversation of... Oh, the conversation, this is the girl I was dating when I was in college. Uh, but I was okay. telling her about the fight was when I was in elementary school. So I was probably like eight or nine, maybe like eight or nine, maybe like ten, ten years old or something like that. But I was telling her, like, the, the point was that he was so weighted by his book bag that if I blew on him, he would have fell backwards. That's how off balance he was. Oh, well, she just but my a- words was like, all I had to do was blow him and he fell over. Oh, she's just a nasty <laughs> bitch then, man. <laughs> no, I get it, though. <laughs> it's still funny, though. Like, I really just said, like, all I had to do was blow him and the all fight was, was over. blow him and the fight was over. <laughs> and the fight, yeah, like, the fight so was over. Like, yeah, I would have never said that's fucked up. I wasn't thinking about it. It just came out. That's what I said and then I had to pay for it. Yeah, tremendously. Yeah. So, another, on a random... Seriously, since we've had so much fun between now and, and the last time we had an actual conversation, we were supposed to talk about. So, in the, in the news, uh, we need to get a sound uh, bite for that. Dun, 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 or some shit <laughs> like that. So, lately, um, basically, Detroit Water Department has. Been, oh, yeah, that's the thing that we were forgetting about. Detroit Water Department has been shutting off tons of people's water. And it's been getting a lot of national coverage uh, from Huffington Post to the Slate and things of that nature. But it's been so sensationalized because really what it is is that niggas ain't paying their bills. But they had, you know, some people had filed some stuff with the United Nations trying to get, you know, kind of input and so forth. But... I've, you know, I lived in Detroit all my life. Uh, I mean, when I was, up until I was 20, when we finally moved out of the project, which was uh, assistant living, we never paid. You were in the project until you was 20? Uh, 21, God actually. damn. Yep. And we never paid for water. Water was just one of those things to just pay for. Yeah, so I didn't realize that you, you had to, like, pay for water until actually, you know, I moved out of there. Most but, of the time, it's still, you still got to, uh, most of the time, it's still paid for. Like, I don't think I've ever lived in an apartment where I had to pay the water. Usually the water's in most, and, and, and Even even outside of assisted living, like, if you if you rent somewhere, most likely you don't have yeah, to pay I've, for I've water. I've never had to pay, pay for water. So, most time, water, people that pay for water are, like, homeowners and stuff and so forth. Exactly. So, you're saying they're cutting off, you know, tons of people with water. And it's really from people not paying their fucking bills. Now, you know, all these national, you know, headlines, like... Slate had this picture of like, oh, we haven't had an airplane in a while. Uh, yeah, I, I was just thinking that too. I haven't <laughs> heard an airplane in a while around here. Uh, Slate had this picture where they had this. It was some graffiti building that said "Ghetto Zone" or something to that nature. And then like Huffington Post, it had this picture of this little black girl like she's about to cry or whatever. So they've been really like sensationalizing this shit. But really, motherfuckers ain't paying their bills. And then, and one of the good, it was a CBS article that I read about it, which is really the most accurate depiction of everything. One, the water part, the, the water department has been trying to work with a lot of people if they call to make arrangements and things of that nature. You can't pay your bills to try to work work with them and stuff like that. But they're making it seem like people are just getting their water cut off and they can't afford it and things like that. When in, re- in reality, most people that get their water cut off, they come back the next day and pay the whole thing and get their shit back on. So they've been bullshitting with the whole process. And when you pay for water, you're paying for water and sewage. So it's not like a, a 
uh, you just paying just to drink water. You paying for you know you use your fucking toilets every day. That shit, some somebody got to pay for that shit. But my my whole gripe with the, with the shit was one. You had all these non local people. Like I got into it on Twitter with somebody. I bought it saying you know it's a catastrophe and all this bullshit. But I'm like y'all niggas need to pay y'all bills. It's a utility just like anything else. If people are paying that electric bill, they get this shit cut off. Or I bet you all the motherfuckers that got these big ass water bills got cable. They motherfuckers <laughs> got fucking U-verse and big ass antennas on top of their shit. And shit's just stupid, man. I just hate the fact that they're just making Detroit look so bad. I mean, we already got black eyes from, trick, you know, trick. Trick, <laughs> no fly zones. And everybody still want to, you know, talk about Kwame and, you know, all of, and and the, the, what did it, what was the, 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 was it called the Palace Massacre? What was the <laughs> the, the 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 brawl, the, the brawl and shit like yeah. that? So we all got these black eyes and shit. And then you want to people that ain't paying their bills, they ain't paying their fucking bills. Fuck them. You don't pay for water, you don't get water. You don't pay the shit, you don't get shit. Literally, I never understood the controversy behind this story. Like I've seen you tweet about it, and I, I don't get it. I'm like, why is this controversial? You don't pay your bill, you get cut off. Like that's adult life. I, pay I your bill. That. Yeah, I pay don't your fucking bill. That. But I guess, like you said, people are sensational, sensationalizing it, and is, is it getting like kind of like national coverage? Or it's been getting national. Like I, I know I've seen the Hubs and Pulse post. I've seen the Slate, which now I don't even think Slate is reputable now that I've seen that shit through them because I called out the writer for that. Oh, I found wow. out the writer about it, and I tweeted him like, you know, did you really have to use this picture? For that article and so forth, and he had, you know, he replied back telling me, "Well, I just wanted to get a feeling, you know, of an emotion from the people of the city." You put a picture to say ghettoism or some shit in the, you know, just to pull, you know, attention and shit. And so I saw a couple of other, you know, uh, mm-hmm. sites that was retweeting, you know, and posting. That's dope that. that you hit that guy up though. Yeah, because the thing is, he. Uh, Every you know, most people that write articles, they want to be known, so they post their own information. So, and he's a local. I mean, he was a a, a nobody. He had like eight nine hundred followers or some shit. He wasn't like a big uh, celebrity. <laughs> he's a nobody if he got less followers than us. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> he was a nobody of you know people. I would have thought that you know would post some shit like that, but I had posted you know I posted you know my disagreements with him, and then I had uh, I I sent him the article from CBS. Which kind of you know gave a better you know depiction of of the shit and you know he I think he favored him or something like that but I don't he didn't really give a fuck he got his article out he got some little notoriety you know but I don't know anybody want to you know say bad shit about the city and you know get their notoriety up and you know post these bogus ass fuck shit articles and that shit's bullshit yeah I don't really see how you can uh, have a <laughs> have a nationally running story about somehow how it's unfair to people who don't pay their bills get their shit cut off. That's and then they just weird. raised, they just raised, uh, they just passed a, uh, a bill, or I don't know what you want to call it locally, I guess it will be a bill, but they just passed a bill to raise uh, water uh, prices by like 7%, and they was raising uh, the water prices because of people who ain't paying. Right. So they're trying to make everybody who do pay basically pay for all the people that don't pay. Like, that's some bullshit. We pay our water just like anybody else pay their water. Man, I wonder about people that have, like, pools and shit, man. They gotta be paying, like, <laughs> out the 
asshole water, man. Yeah, I've never had to pay for water, so I don't know how that is. Like every every place I've lived, water is included. So I don't even I don't even have a base for what it would cost to pay for water. But if I had to pay for water, I would imagine that that would be insane, just because of the fact, like you said, you toilet usage, well, shower usage. Well, we pay. I think we pay like almost like seventy about average about seventy bucks a month. That's not bad for water. I mean, like I can say it is sewage too. You know what I'm saying? You got to get rid of the water somehow. So between yeah. Between, you know, washer and, you know, washing machines and, you know, uh, the regular sinks and toilets and dishwashers and shit like that. It's like 70, I think, a month or something Considering like all the shit that factors into it, 70 is not bad. A $70 a month utility bill, that's not bad. I can live with that. And the fact that I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Michigan has some of the greatest water on earth because of the, uh, the lakes and stuff. So, I mean, you go. To, I, I've been to other places. Even people in the city, like we were talking about earlier, you know, people still use bottled water. But you go to other states and stuff, people are, like, strictly bottled water. They don't even use, you know, uh, except for they, their ice. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that, too. The <laughs> irony of, like, <laughs> using bottled water, but then, like, filling up your ice tray with <laughs> with the tap water and then putting that in your your drinks. So, now you don't... You don't <laughs> you done uh, put all this shit in your drink. Now all your shit tastes like fucking. Well, it tastes like the tap water you've been avoiding. But you got this this Voss water sitting on your <laughs> counter and shit that you drinking. Or you got these filters and shit that you use. Yeah, that made me wanna. There was something I wanted to touch on about that too, but I don't remember what it was. But <laughs> um, we got an email that I don't. <laughs> I don't know, like, we got an email from, um, Garden Isle while we were recording that I'm curious about what it sounds, it's about our accents, so I'm curious what she has to say about that. Oh, she emailed us yeah, like, right now? Like, yeah, right like, now? well, it was about, about an hour ago. Oh, shit. Uh, and it's a, a voice, a voice message about how our accents sound, and I'm like, I'm, I'm curious to see what that is, and. Fuck it, just play it. Put it put it by the mic and just play that shit. All right, we'll see what we'll see how that we play, sounds. We playing this live without any even looking into it. So. Right, and we don't know what she said, so you like, I guess we'll see. So I hope this doesn't embarrass you, but we'll see what happens. Oh, what embarrass us? Shit. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what happens.
by saying, um, I think, I think it is that I just sound more typically, air quotes, black. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she wanted like to record that message, but she was like at work or something, so she went to like the utility closet, <laughs> right, <laughs> like, whispering right. and shit. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the difference between black people and white people. On <laughs> uh, it, it, she was either in a closet at work or she was sitting in bed with covers over her head, <laughs> and she had her breast covered with her hands <laughs> and was like really talking, like you know, she's on expose herself and so forth. <laughs> Funny. I just, I was like the face when she was whispering. Like normally, her, her uh, messages are so audible. Like you can hear them clearly. And the reason why she was whispering, like, like she was good. Like I felt like she was gonna say something. Like, you sound so white, <laughs> <laughs> and Otis sounds so black. <laughs> I felt that's where we were going with that. I thought she. It sounded like she was like under the bed, and she was uh, waiting to get a. Uh, to get kidnapped like and taken and shit <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it was like she waited for her to say listen they're, they're gonna grab you <laughs> but I will find you <laughs> that's exactly how it sounded 
she thought she just she just saw her girl get taken and she caught her dad like dad they're getting me. He's like, listen, stay still. They're gonna get you, and when they get you, I'm gonna get you back. That's <laughs> exactly like, how it sounded. Like, I did envision her like underneath the bed, like waiting for that shit. That was hilarious. But, like, I'm like, why would she whisper like that? I had to put the phone like literally. It was so close to the mic that like two or three times during that voicemail, my phone bumped into the mic. <laughs> That's how close I had it. Because she was whispering like that. They're going to take you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I like the, I like the fact that I, the the main theme that I got from it is that Otis sounds blacker than I do. <laughs> so... I, I, don't, I don't even know if that's a compliment or not. I just know it's that a it's a statement of fact. That's just statement how it of is. fact. Yeah, I, I've I've Whatever. I've long I've long come to accept that. I I was dating a girl a while ago, uh, a long while ago, and uh, <laughs> she said that about me. She her the one of the first things she said when I talked to my phone was, "Why do you sound so white?" <laughs> I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, how does that mean you... I speak well? Or are you associating, you know, grammar and and proper usage of the English language is white, but well. what's weird is that I've I've had a couple of people talk to me and it was like I didn't know you were they they didn't say I didn't, they didn't think I was black they didn't they didn't know that I had like a hood background like I lived in a project or some shit like that so I've gotten that before but you know to say that I sound more black or shit nigga power to the fucking people. <laughs> That's not saying much. No, <laughs> to be more, to sound blacker than me is not really an accomplishment. <laughs> but yeah, let's. Uh, that was an interesting message. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I know that I tend to, I guess, enunciate a little bit better. And um, I noticed when Otis was talking about it, he said "tooken." That what the fuck is "tooken"? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. I think that plays a big part. And I think that mostly my uh, my affinity for speaking clearly and and using I don't want to say big words, but you you know speaking a little bit better. I think actually it does have to do with the fact that my dad was white. He put a lot of emphasis on making sure that I spoke and, and I spoke well, I wrote well, and he was he was pretty big on that. So I owe a lot of that. Thanks, pops. Yeah, I owe a lot of that to him. We can save my current <laughs> my current opinions on him for another podcast, but as far as my uh, how I grew up, uh, yeah, he, I, I owe a lot to him as far as uh, I owe a lot to how I speak to him. He used to read to me a lot when I was a kid, and I always felt that that was a big a big influence on how I speak because he was he was real big on that, which is why I always read to my son now. If he if he wants to have a story before bedtime, I always make sure I read to him because I feel like that makes a big difference in how he speaks. And my son is incredibly well spoken for a six year old. And I mean, it's a, that's a direct effect, though. Yeah, and I've always made sure that I, I never when he was a infant, I never or infant slash toddler, I never let people uh, baby talk to him. So like if I was out, I never tolerate that oh look at the little boogie boogie all that you know gibberish and shit I hate that yeah shit, I never man. I was like I would always stop him like no talk to him like a person you know so he's always been around people who speak to him like he's an adult basically and now my son is like incredibly well spoken and he's really smart he's really intelligent and I I credit my father for instilling that in me so yeah that that might yeah, be why bitch. I speak like that yeah 
Uh, quick sports uh, interruption. Ooh. So, n- nothing has just happened at this moment. Oh, but okay. <laughs> I just wanted to speak on it just because I was thinking about sports. So, LeBron, Chris Bosch, and the uh, Wayne Wade opted out of their contracts. Now, wait, Chris Bosch, I heard, was not, had not decided yet. So, is that I, kind of breaking that he, he did? I thought this was the last day or so. I thought all of, all three had opted out. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't been on. Like I said, I worked eighty hours this week. I don't know, but I know, I know Wade and LeBron had. I didn't know about Bosch. Last I heard, Bosch was and he's undecided. actually supposed to be seeking lower, seeking less of the pay. So me, Bosch? And, yeah, oh, okay. So he he wants to get like sixteen, seventeen a year, which next year they all was like uh, supposed to get like twenty million next year. <laughs> so, but they all opted out. Now, me and Mike made a bet that. Uh, Oh, on, on whether LeBron was going to stay or leave Miami. You can choose to pay up now or you can pay up later. <laughs> it's, he, he's going to stay. No, he, he's out. But I guess my thing is, if they all opted out, are they all, you think, do you think, the, oh, so you already think that LeBron is going to leave, which we know that. Do you think that uh, Wade and uh, Bosch is going to leave as well? Or you think they're just trying to get more money or trying to negotiate for the team? I think that Wade is toward the end of his career. He's he's hobbled. He's hurt. Well, he might not be hurt, but he's not he's not the guy he once was. I think Wade is going to finish his career in Miami. He's probably not going to be as influential on the team as he was earlier in his career, like when he won championships with championships with Shaq. Um, I think Wade is probably going to stay, and I think that Bosh is probably going to leave. I, I have no I have no basis for this, it's just my gut feeling, but I feel like Bosch and LeBron see themselves as having a lot a lot more to play for in the future. Like they could see themselves winning championships in the future, they could see themselves being important pieces for a team that wins in the future. And I think that Wade should probably see himself as like a complimentary type player. So he doesn't really have an incentive to leave. He can just, you know, finish his career out being a guy who's, like, good but not, like, the guy on a team. And I think LeBron, obviously LeBron will be the guy on whatever team he goes on. And I think Bosh can be, like, that number two guy to a LeBron. So I could see Bosh leaving and going to a team with LeBron or going to a team where he's, like, the number two guy to a, a, a LeBron or a... Uh, Carmelo Anthony or something like that, but I think they're both. I think those two are going to leave, and I think Wade is probably going to stay. I read a I read some of the article today, and I, I need to uh, confirm the uh, what they were talking about. But I read something that said today that uh, LeBron has LeBron is trying to seek the max contract with Miami to get the most money and trying to get a, 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 I guess a better supporting staff. And they said too, this uh, the article. Uh, the, well, I think it was just tweets. But they were saying how LeBron has never been, has never been the top earning person on any team he's been with. So he who's won- the top earning person on Miami right now? If that's not, if that's I think it's either Bosch or uh, Wade. That would he, be he, I think he makes less than them. I think he in in they hold twenty something. They had like twenty. Made like uh, whatever they made last year. I'm almost certain he made less than one of them. But it I, would be Wade, probably. Yeah, 
And moves with Cleveland, I think you had Shaq there that made more money, and I think it was somebody else. But he hasn't made more than anybody else on a team he's been with. Because remember, I mean, you can think about it. When his first contract was probably his rookie contract, which wasn't the bigger contract. Right. And then he re-signed, and I, I don't know how to research it, but if that's true, I can see him. He deserves it, though. He deserves the biggest contract on any team he's on, though. Right. He shouldn't have to take a cut, especially this past year when he showed up and the rest of them motherfuckers didn't. So whatever team he goes to, he should be the most, the highest paid person on the team, if that's true. I had to do the research, but I, I, I if that's the case, he should be the big, um, the highest paid person. Or well, whether that's true or not, he will be the highest paid person on whatever team he's on now. So that'll happen regardless. I think if he if he were to stay in Miami, I don't think they would enter the season as the same team. Like they're not gonna be like. Uh, we're going to pay LeBron, we're going to pay Wade and Bosch, and we're going to bring back basically the same core. Like, I don't think that'll happen. So I think if LeBron stays, it'll be under the pretense of, like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna stay, but you just surround me with players who are not Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch. That's not to say that I feel like he's going to want them out, but, like, I don't think he's going to want to have the same core group. So if he stays, it'll be, like, you know, let's bring in a new higher-level guy. Well, they said that. But uh, I don't think he's going to stay. They, they said he, it was a, you know, he had, you know, they drafted one of the players that he really liked in the draft. He kept tweet. he had tweeted about the shit and everything. Um, so it's like, I'm, on one hand, I'm thinking maybe they're trying to cater to him. Pat Riley, think, you know, he got to know that he don't want to, Pat Riley don't want to pull a Dan Gilbert. And not give him what he wants as far as players and other like supporting cast. Right. But it, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a business, you know. So I don't know. I'm still thinking that he'll stay. So you know, I really be picking on my cigar. Hopefully, the next couple of uh, weeks. If he goes back to Cleveland, He's my only hold up, Cleveland. my only hold up on him going back to Cleveland is the fact that Dan Gilbert just like wrote that letter dogging him out when he left. So I'm like, how? Why would you go back to that same team? And I feel like the Cleveland fans would kind of be like, "Fuck him," because he left. You know, he left how he left, and why would you want him back? I mean, like, you want him back on the on I, the sense of how of the caliber of player that he is. But man, I, I'm a, I'm a huge. He left under very bad circumstances. And I'm the biggest fan of uh, Dan Gilbert. He's doing the most in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, me too. But <laughs> yeah, you too. I, obviously, you too. But. <laughs> I just don't see LeBron going to Cleveland. I just don't see it. I I, I see him staying there. I, I don't know. I see it. They had the number one pick. They ended up getting Wiggins. They had um. They still got Kyrie Irving. They got Deion Waiters. You had LeBron. It it could work, and I, I could see it happening. My my main hangup is the fact that he left under such bad terms. And if I was Dan Gilbert, like I said, he wrote such, he said such bad things about LeBron. So why would LeBron go back? Yeah, he needs to get a, I don't know, they need to have a beer summit, talk shit out. <laughs> beer summit, you yeah. are obsessed with beer summits. <laughs> like every situation. They, they change <laughs> Like lives. that kid who got trapped in the basement with the chicken, he needs to have a beer summit with his parents and oh, iron yeah. all the shit out. They get sponsored by Heineken. They sit around, have a few beers, talk shit out, and. You know, maybe the stepmama didn't like, you know, like the kid and shit, you know. That's why she put him down there. Whatever. Beer Summit solve everything. Fuck yeah. 
So I don't know. I hope he, I, I hope he. I don't know. I don't have any real hopes for him because I don't like him. But oh. uh, I don't like the idea. I don't like the way the NBA is right now, where it's like let's group a bunch of superstars on one team and then like surround them by scrubs and see what happens. Like I like genuinely built teams, but I understand how the NBA is right now, and that's pretty much how it is. So I expect like. I don't want to say I expect it, but I feel like Carmelo and LeBron will end up on the same team or some sh- well, crazy I think, shit. I think it's a. I, I don't, I'm not totally for it, but I think it's a different era because you know you had in like say the late '80s, the early '90s, you had players who you know they was with the team, it was with, and they was that was who they were, and you know whoever got to their team has got there. But the thing I, I always trip on is that. All these owners have so much leverage, and when a player gets leverage, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he doesn't have loyalty and things like that. When well, it's all a business, so it's like if a player leaves a team, if like for instance, with say for Boston, Ray Allen left Boston and came to Miami. He right. caught mad flack for it. Everybody was fuck, you know, fuck Ray Allen, all that shit. A year later, or is a year or two later, two years later, Boston traded Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. They main people, and nobody says shit. People well, just like that's just how the league goes, you know. People well, get well traded. look at it as like, well, players get traded; they don't have no say in that. But if you are a free agent, you have a say. So I if just, you if you a player and you are like, if say if I was like in the NBA, right, and I played for the Pistons, I wouldn't leave the Pistons under really. I don't, I wouldn't say no circumstances, but I would be loyal to the Pistons. And so if I have an option to leave. I would look at it like, well, these are my options. These are my chances of being successful with the Pistons. If they do this, they do that, then this is what, this is what can happen. If I go to this other team, then this or that, whatever can happen. But if right. you get traded, you don't have no say in that. You oh, no, I, I get that. So but the thing is, like, no one... The you're player really... don't really have a say yeah, in I, a trade. Right, and I just think now that, you know, with I think in the last maybe five, maybe five years... A lot of players having a lot more say with what they want to do and what they want to do, um, you know, where they want to go. And I don't think it's really accepted in, in the league. You know, it's like I don't, I, I don't get the loyalty part. It's still a business, man. So it's like you gonna make, either make your money there or you gonna make your money somewhere else. Yeah, well, it's easy to say it's a business until it's like your guy. So like, say if like you're a Miami, like an actual Miami fan, which is probably like Who three people. Yeah, it's probably like three people. And you think, like, I really want LeBron to stay, and then LeBron leaves and goes to another team for money or for success or whatever, you're going to feel backstabbed. It's like, why aren't you loyal to, to loyal to fucking you know, the Miami franchise? fans? They're hilarious. Some motherfuckers. I'm convinced the Heat don't have actually any real fans. <laughs> People just come out, you know, hey, watch the game. They leave it's the LeBron time. fans who travel from one team to the next. It might be Chris Bosch fans. Well, not really. Never mind. I was reaching. Sorry. So, but I think we've reached the time on our podcast. So I guess we will say no. There was something goodbye. I wanted. There was no? something I want to touch on. Oh, cool. I can't... I'm with it. What were we just talking about? Were we talking about basketball. There was something I wanted to touch on. I can't remember what it is now. This is the problem with drinking during your podcast. (laughs) That way you gotta have have a checklist in front of you. I feel like we should record one podcast where we just don't drink and see how it turns out. 
I got a, I got a horrible feeling that it would turn out good, and then we'd be like, man, maybe we should stay sober for a podcast. Yeah, and I'd be like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> but like, there was something that came up, and it gave me a thought, and then you kept talking, and then the thought went away. Right, so. You got to interject when you had those, though. I mean, that's too late for now, but yeah, I get it. I don't know. Dwayne Wade and LeBron. I don't know. I'm I'm lost. I forgot it. And was, it was it I even really sports went, though? I don't think it was actually. I think it was something something totally different. Now I can't remember what it was. Oh. What the fuck? Dude? So in that scenario, I guess we can. I guess we can wrap it up. I don't remember <laughs> the fuck I, I can't remember what the fuck I want to say. And it was something I really wanted to talk about too. I think I've covered all the shit. I uh... yeah, I think I did. And you had this lost-ass topic that you, uh... Did I remember, like, right before I go to sleep? Or so right when we, I wake so up? As, we, so as we hit stop, we'd be like, oh, <laughs> exactly. yeah! I'd be like, hit play on this bitch again. We're about to, we're about to cover this shit. <laughs> no, I had something I really wanted to touch on that... It was triggered during this whole conversation about basketball players. But it wasn't basketball-related. It was related to something else. Did we talk about it earlier? Or did it somewhere? I think right so. Now? Uh, yeah, we talked about a bunch of shit earlier. I wish you could rewind it while we're listening to it <laughs> right. and be like, "Okay, start playing right about yeah, and play it." And they're like, "Oh, that's what that's what triggered that thought." No, I can't remember. So yeah, I guess we can wrap it up. Shit, I'm not gonna remember. All right, well, thanks for listening to the eighth episode. And uh, are we are we starting next week? Are we go? I'll be back from out of town on Sunday. So we can still... Re- if we record around this same time on Sunday, I'll be here. So we can record on Sunday and post again on Monday. Or Saturday night, whatever. I'll be here. I'll be back Saturday afternoon. Probably Sunday. Yeah, you still ain't remember that shit? Mm, nope. Alright, well, whatever. Peace. <laughs> Peace.